0: No.
1: Black trees, don't go there, it's bad, bad place, many years ago, a hundred, many Indians killed there, big battle, all dead, and then they became part of the land. That's probably where he hides his still. (laughs) The black trees. Well, we've got to get moving. She looks so lovely Look at her in her stylish fur Her smile is so bright for oh, she knows she looks right In her lovely, lovely fur hey, hey. Eddie Cochran, speaking from the station with a big sound all year round.
2: <laughs> all right, now, you ready for a double feature? Okay, let's get going on the first one. This one's from 1983, and it's called Scouts. Okay, now, this was my. thank you you of horror science fiction fans. I mean, he was a guy that did famous pictures.
3: Good morning,
0: Anne.
3: Uh, Dr. Mockin' in? Oh, yeah, he's in. Well, hello, Fisher. Hello, boy, Bill. Say, uh, Dr. Reynolds says that she She has something for you. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. You'd better stop reading this stuff and stick to history. That's where it's at.
2: Uh, for Ackerman's part in the movie and never see him again, he has gone. Now, well, what happens over here in this next scene is uh, Kirk Allen goes to see Carol Boylan who basically tells her
4: A letter from the State Department of California and it says it is now and has always been illegal practice to dig or otherwise excavate it anyway any and all Indian graveyards in the state of California. Now, you haven't been carted to anything like this, have you? Well, of course
3: not. You know, we get our study aids from the University Museum and the Artifact storeroom Room.
4: Then what are you embarking on now?
3: Well, we're we're out to retrieve rock samples from the different strata layers so we can study the depth versus age ratio.
4: Well, just so long as it doesn't include exhuming any dead Indians.
3: Well, what do you take me for? Oh,
4: save the speech. You're not out of the jungle yet.
3: You mean there's more?
4: I also have a, a note that says, according to this, you have been asked to deliver a full inventory of all of the relics in our catalogs.
3: Well, uh, I've been busy. I've been very busy.
4: It was due a month ago. But they let it slide if you have it in their hands by next Tuesday. But, but, but my trip, well, that would mean that... Uh... That's right. And I also have a notation that it is illegal to buy any Indian artifacts.
3: Anything else?
4: Remember Tuesday morning. Okay now. now.
2: Now we can get rolling.
4: I want to sit by
3: the window in case I get sick. Come on, everybody.
4: Pile in. Yeah. Everything's loaded. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. Hi,
5: hi,
3: everybody. Hi. We're ready to go. Well, uh, there seems to be a little problem. I think I'll have to stay here for a couple of days. Oh, so the expedition's canceled? Oh, no, no, no. You see, I got this map uh, of all that whole area that we've been discussing. Uh-huh. And the old man that I bought this from said that if you follow this, It's almost impossible to get lost. However, I I think we can find this. Yeah, well, however, I want you to to go beyond this point, you Uh see? Because I'm sure he's probably dug out everything worth digging, so you'll have to go on just a little bit. I got you. Now, and remember, if anyone should ask, this is just a field trip. You're not digging for anything, right? Right. Okay, Okay, I'm sorry you can't go with us. Well... (laughs) By the looks of things, I wouldn't fit anyway, (laughs) so I'll probably see you on Sunday. All right. Good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have fun.
2: Kama Sutra, the motion picture Kama Sutra, is now free to show in the United States. The mystic marriage techniques practiced by more than 500 million people to improve their love life. The Kama Sutra art of lovemaking is the perfect symbol of liberation. Come to the Kama Sutra. I want to show you something. Yeah. Some things, like a camping weekend in the woods with plenty of good friends and plenty of cold bud to shoot the breeze over. Some things make a man feel right at home.
5: Because the king of beer.
2: Attention, please. A $50 reward will be paid for information leading to the arrest and conviction of anyone caught stealing our speakers. If you accidentally pull a speaker loose, don't worry. Just turn it in. There is no charge, and we'd appreciate it. And now let's get back to the movie now. When we last left, the kids was, uh, Kirk Allen couldn't come with the kids, so they're gonna go off to go camping in the woods. And as they're driving along, they stop by uh, to get some gas, and they run into a Indian by the name of Billy Ironwing, who tries to warn them about uh, digging in old Indian burial grounds. Who are
0: you?
2: I'm Billy Ironwing. <laughs>
0: So, uh, what is it we don't
1: know? Black trees. Don't go there. It's bad, bad place. Many years ago. A hundred. Were many Indians killed there. Big battle. All dead. And then they became part of the land. That's it? That's probably where he hides us still. (laughs) The black trees. Well, we've got to get moving.
4: I think we're almost ready to go.
2: Black Trees, because that's where Billy Irving told us not to go, so they head up in and... there.
1: How much further, man? Not much.
4: What's wrong with right here? I mean, Indians live everywhere, right?
1: Yes, but they didn't die everywhere.
4: Oh, come on. I think we've gone far enough. Jesus, Ben, what are you looking for? Actually, I was looking for the Black Trees,
1: You mean that place where the old Indian told us not to go? It's the place.
0: But why? Because that,
1: invariably, will be the place to dig. Exactly.
0: This is crazy. It probably doesn't even exist.
1: Yeah, let's just stop here. We don't have to go any farther. Huh? There they are. Black trees. Okay. Split up and dig the hell out of this slope.
0: Come on, take five.
1: I can't dig yet. I'm too tired. What oh, a way to spend a weekend.
0: It was your idea.
1: Yeah, I know, but somehow it always seems like more fun when you're looking back on it.
0: Oh, now look.
2: I broke a nail. Let's get to it. So all the kids start digging up, I need
4: I don't think we should be doing
0: this. What do you mean? We shouldn't be robbing these lands. People died here. It's wrong to steal their treasures.
1: You have to look into the past to find out about yourself. No,
0: you must look inside yourself if
6: you really want to find the truth. Defiling the graves of the dead will only
0: anger their souls.
1: If that's how you feel, why'd you come on this trip? I don't
0: think it would be like this. I'm feeling the evil in this
6: ground. It's alive with evil. Stop it! DJ! Stop it, all of you! Stop digging before it's too late!
1: What the hell is wrong with her?
6: She's nuts. We will all die if you don't stop. We must leave. We must! Hey, look! And right as
2: the Earth Mother hippie girl's freaking out, they look down and there at their feet is a beautiful artifact. Hey, take a
1: look at this.
3: <laughs> Come on, everybody. Let's dig.
2: Then the hippie girl gets real freaked out. And she screams and faints. To and all the kids around the campfire drinking beers at night
6: and they're going through their artifacts and was listening. got a lot of nice stuff today what is
0: that
1: well this is what the indians used to scalp people with
0: <laughs> cut it out uh,
1: don't tempt me
0: those people were such animals who
1: the indians or the settlers what actually the indians learned about scalping from the white man
6: You're crazy.
1: No, he's right. Originally, the settlers thought they could do a complete genocide number on the Indians. They used the scalps as proof of the kill, so they could collect the bounties that were being offered.
6: That's gross. Enough of the scalping stuff, okay? You want to go for a walk?
3: (laughs) Sure, baby. Why not?
6: (laughs) How about you guys? Well, it sounds okay to me.
1: Uh... I think I'll record some of these artifacts we found. So one of the couples goes off on a rock, and uh, one of the girls
2: goes tagging along with them, and they go up on these rocks, and they're sitting uh, around looking at uh, the stars at night. And, uh, and then the one girl decides that she's had enough, and she's going to lead them to to be by their, by their lonesome. So let's get to that scene.
4: <laughs> Anybody want to go back? Uh, no,
1: I think we'll stay out for a while. Why don't you go back to camp without us?
0: Yeah. We'll be along in a while. Have fun.
2: (laughs) So the one gal who's walking back to the camp, and and as she's there, an unseen force starts to follow her through the.
6: Kershaw! Kershaw, come in here!
2: What is it? Look. It's blood. And it's coming from nowhere. What the hell's going on? All right, then the girl being chased through the woods comes running back.
4: not run like that.
2: It's okay. Okay, then, then suddenly the, the uh, new age uh, hippie witch girl starts telling everybody to shut up and listen.
0: Quiet. What is it? Shh. Listen. Hear it?
1: No. I don't hear anything.
0: guy's gone wacko.
1: Oh, this is too much. It's drums.
0: Drums and chanting. Let me in. Son of a bitch. Where is
4: it coming from? From hell.
2: So the one couple that was out taking a walk, they heard the drums too. And they start searching for where they're coming from. I think it's coming from over that ridge. Come on! Oh, these rocks are hurting my feet! Quit bitching and climb. So I go across this campsite with a teepee and a fire going.
4: I don't like the looks of this.
2: Hello? Oh, anybody
1: here?
6: This place is spooky. Let's go.
1: Listen. Those drums. The sound's coming from right here. This is pretty strange.
0: What's wrong?
6: This fire. There's no heat. What? Holy shit. Let's get the hell out of here!
2: So the guy's looking at the fire this ghost face of an old Indian man with eyes rolled in the back of his head. And as he's staring at the face, suddenly it just explodes.
4: Are you okay?
2: I think so. Now the fellow's face is all black and like something out of a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Jesus Christ, let's get out of here. Meanwhile, back at the camp, everybody's waiting around. Everyone's sitting around, they're all
1: spooked out now. You know, it might not be a bad idea to get Randy and Louise back to camp.
0: Here they are.
4: What happened to you?
0: What got into him? We found this camp. Then this fire blew up in his face. What?
1: (sighs) What happened out there? Randy? Nothing. Nothing happened.
0: The camp. Tell them about the Indian camp.
1: We thought we saw a camp, but we were mistaken.
0: What the hell are you saying? You know we saw it. Look,
1: I think you bored them all enough with your stupid ghost stories.
2: Why don't you just shut up? So let's just say after this, things start getting particularly weird around the camp. And uh, I really don't want to go into too much more of it, but we're just, getting, we're just getting started. Let's just put it that way. There's plenty of gore in this movie. Lots of gore, lots of people uh, well, getting scalped. I, like I said, I, you know what? I, I better stop talking about it. I'm going to give a lot of good stuff away. But um, I got this DVD. It's, it's all by... Uh, put out by a company called Retro Media. And I don't know if this thing's still in print or not, but it's a hell of a movie, you know. If you like slasher movies, that, uh, that, it's that one of those 80s slasher gore movies uh, that I just got a, such a soft spot in my heart for. All right, now, let's get a bang on the Holland T-Box, and we're going to come back and we're going to look at the Block Freak.
6: You stand straight up, then get a hunch in your back. Now you raise your left foot, and then you raise your right. Now you shuffle around, and you turn about. playing like that, and Wobble, Gully, Madison, but like I'm a downbreed. me
1: and my squad, we got a new thing going for us,
6: like we on another bag, dig. And get a hunch in your back Now you raise your left foot And you raise your right Now you shuffle around And you turn about You're doing the more now So knock yourself out Come on yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: to serve up to you is a thing from 1972 called Blood Freak. Uh, now, this thing was shot in Florida, and I love these regional horror movies, especially these southern horror movies. they really good. Florida cranked out a lot of stuff that's just real good. They did all the hirsch Board, and Lewis stuff and everything. But anyway, this movie we got is made by two fellas. One's Brad F. Grinter and the other's Stephen Hawks, and they're both the directors and the writers of this. Okay, now, first off, Brad F. Grinter. He's the narrator of Blood Freak, and we cut to him every once in a while. He's sitting there smoking his cigarettes and sitting in his fancy street, and he tells us kind of what's going on in the story in case we're confused. Okay, now, uh, Brad F. Grinter directed two other movies. He did one called The Devil Rider from 1970 and another one called Flesh Beast, also from 1970. Now, he was an actor also... uh, Uh, He did a thing called, Sometimes Aunt Martha Does Dreadful Things. He was also in his own movie, The Devil Rider, and he was in Scream Baby Scream in 1969. And he was also in one of my favorites, something called The Death Curse of Tar 2 from 1966. And now that's something I got to get to at a point, because that movie is just wild. That's wild and crazy. Okay, now, our other guy here, his name's Stephen Hawks, and he plays the lead role of the fellow Herschel in this movie. Now, Steve Hawks was born in Croatia as Steve Sipix. He also goes by the name of Hawks or Hooks. Now, he came to America as a teenager, and he wanted to pursue an acting career and uh, kind of modeled himself after Johnny Weissmuller, the original Tarzan. Now, those Tarzan movies, those are quite a kick. If, you, if you, I got a box Set of those things and maybe I'll get to some of those a little bit later because those are real great. Tarzan goes around in the jungle he's got boy and sometimes he gets to fighting Nazis and all kinds of crazy stuff but anyway, uh, Steve Sapek uh, or Steve Hawks he's a, uh, he was made these Spanish language Tarzan ripoff movies where he called himself Zon of the Jungle but in the Spanish language market they called him Tarzan and in the U.S. they just knew they'd Suits, uh, so they called him Zon instead. And he made this thing in 1960, 1969 called Tarzan and the Golden Grotto. And then in 1972, the same movie, the same year as the movies we're watching right now, Bl- uh, Blood Freak, he did a thing called Tarzan and the Brown Prince. Ha! Alright, now. Now, this movie's got a weird combination of. Uh, Christian preaching, and then it's got some, uh, drugs, and uh, then it's even got some, a lot of gore, and even some nudity, so the uh, people making this was, I don't know what their audience was for, but you got, uh, people quoting from the Bible and preaching, then you got people smoking pot and shooting up drugs, and then you got people, uh, uh screwing in a bed and getting naked, and then you got, a. Uh, big monster cutting people up and and cutting their throats and drinking blood, so I don't know what kind of audience they was going for, but it's quite a potent mixture of fun. (laughs) I love it. All right, now it starts off with our main character named Herschel, and he's driving a motorcycle around through uh, Florida, and he helps a gal who's having trouble with her car, she ends up taking him to a party. Now, let's go to the party and see what's going on.
0: This place is like a madhouse. Some of my sister's friends are pretty far out.
2: You
3: sound as if you don't approve them.
0: Oh, no, it's not that. It's just that uh, a lot of them are heavy into the drug scene.
3: You mean they smoke pot?
0: That, too. But I was referring to things worse than pot. I know, Charlie. I'm glad you haven't. I'd appreciate it if you don't while you're here. Whatever you say. Herschel, this is my sister, Anne. Hello. What'd you get here? Church. Don't be rude, Herschel, to this. One little toke isn't gonna hurt him. You know your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. You shouldn't defile it. And you shouldn't defile me. I hope you're not gonna be a drag and quote scripture all night. I'm gonna go change clothes. Herschel? Make yourself at home. I will be long.
2: I will, thank you. So everybody's sitting at the party and they're doing drugs and there's all kinds of beautiful girls there. Russell makes himself uh, at home sitting on a couch and a gal comes walking over to him, a real pretty gal.
0: You're so big. I like muscles, And you must be very strong.
3: And you're very beautiful. And you have a boyfriend. So? You shouldn't be acting this way with me, especially when you're with
2: someone else.
0: You've got to be putting me on. Guy doesn't mind if I like someone else. He wouldn't even mind if I went to bed with you.
3: I just don't go for a girl that acts like a tramp, even if she's very beautiful.
0: Well, thanks a lot. You're nothing but a dumb bastard who doesn't know where it's at anyway.
2: So this blonde goes over to her drug dealer boyfriend and now she's all upset because it's a uh, put her down. Hey,
0: what's that use of, I've just been insulted. He called me a tramp.
6: So? Why should I insult you?
0: Well, it does.
3: Hey, baby, I'm sorry. Where is this truck? Come on, I'll handle it right now.
0: It's him over there, Herschel, and sister's friend. Well?
3: Nothing right, baby.
2: I think I've got a much better way to teach him all well, So while this whole drug party is going on, there's a little group off over to the side. Herschel's with them, and they're going over the Bible, discussing theology.
0: God says that anything that is not a faith is sin.
2: What about
3: adultery? Isn't that a sin?
0: He says we commit adultery with sticks and stones.
2: What is that supposed to mean? Uh, committing adultery with sticks and stones. Okay, I, I guess that's possible. Okay, let's get back to the party.
0: We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loveth God, love his brother also.
2: So now the Sister Anne goes over to the drug dealer and tells him that she's in love with her, so and she's got to do something to get him away from her Bible-thumping uh, sister. And this is how that scene goes. I really dig it. I think you're
0: jealous. By the time she's through preaching to him, she'll have him so screwed up, I won't stand a chance.
4: Let's smoke something, you know? Hey, man, she's my sister. I don't want to get her hooked.
1: Well, turn Herschel on, then. I've got some stuff this place with something really good. About five or six of these, and you're hooked. So I
3: don't smoke a
4: But are you sure you won't be hooked until he's had six?
3: Nah. Some guys get hooked easy. Depends. Here, yeah. there's something for you for right now.
5: What is it?
3: Guaranteed to make you fly all night and maybe even until tomorrow. But it
0: won't. I mean, it won't hurt me, will it? It won't get me hooked.
3: Would well, I do
2: that to you, baby? It's
0: this is Guy. You're one of my favorites.
2: So while Guy and Anne are discussing how to get Herschel hooked on drugs, uh, Herschel is discussing the word of the Lord with some of uh, the Christian friends
1: at the party. Herschel, I find your thinking interesting. I wish we had time to cover it more thoroughly. Uh, What are your plans and problems? The Lord's on our side, you know. Yeah, how about
3: asking the Lord for a job?
1: That's easy. I could use a husky man like you out at my poultry ranch, if you can wait till next week. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing? Uh, just general work till we find where you fit in with the operation. Okay.
2: Mm. Yeah. Thank you. What do you want to do yourself? Yeah.
1: Well, you're around the neighborhood, do you have a place to stay?
0: You're welcome to stay with us until you get on your feet. There
2: you go. So the next day, Herschel is doing some odd jobs around the house and he's out cleaning the pool and the bad sister Anne comes up to Herschel and she's got that cigarette, that funny cigarette, the marijuana cigarette that the guy, the drug addict, had laced with something that he said will make you fly for a whole day and on to the next. So uh, she comes up to him and she's got wearing a bikini and she looks awful good in it. Yep. Yeah. No, thank Take you. Take
0: a drag, it'll help loosen you up.
3: I can do without, thank you. No,
0: thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. How can such a big hunk of man be such a damn coward? I'm not a coward.
2: That where grabs a joint from her and starts smoking. And now she's got him.
0: Well, that's more like it. Do it right. Deep, 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 deep. Hold it, hold it. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Don't let it out. No, out slowly. Deep, breathe in deep, deep, deep. Now hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Let it out. Breathe it, That's it, do it again
2: deep breath now come on beep, 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 beep. hold it hold it hold it hold it hold it a lot of these movies in the uh, late 60s and early 70s really love to uh, show you how to roll a joint smoke it and hold it in and all that it's, it, uh, it's this type of thing happens in quite a few movies but anyway so Herschel and, uh, and are smoking weed now by the pool So the next day, Herschel uh, shows up at the poultry plant, and the boss is introducing him to uh, some of the co-workers. Ladies, Gene, this is Herschel.
1: He's going to be with us for a while. They will tell you what to do. Glad to have you with us. Good luck.
3: Well, I'm uh, ready to go to work.
2: What do you want me to do? You'll be doing odd jobs for us around the ranch in the lab here. And if you want to make a little extra money, you can help us with some of our experiments in the lab. Thank you. Experiments?
0: What kind of experiment?
1: We are testing the chemical caponization of, of uh, poultry, but we need a human to eat the meat to see if there are any side effects. You want them to be a guinea pig? How dangerous is it?
2: Not dangerous at all. It's just a government regulation that the meat must
1: be tested.
2: Sure. Just for the records.
1: Sure. Besides, you don't look like you'd be afraid of anything anyway. Probably taking a few drugs here and there already. Am I right? Yeah, I tried some. Who well. Look, kid, we're on your side. You help us, we'll help you. Tell you what, as a part of the deal, we can throw in a little stuff. we got plenty. You mean dope?
2: Just if you want, once in a while, just for kicks, just call it an extra added bonus. But what do you say? Uh, is it a deal?
1: Okay, it's a deal. Good. Tomorrow morning, bring your appetite.
2: So, Herschel comes home from work and he grabs Annie. he says, "Call guy, the drug dealing boyfriend of yours, because uh, 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 I think I'm hooked on drugs and I want to talk to him. Suppose you tell me what's
3: happening to me.
1: I don't understand what you mean, man.
2: You know very well what I mean.
3: I had a feeling I'm hooked.
1: Hooked? Hey, it's a mistake. Don't worry about it. Hey, we'll take care of you, don't worry.
3: I you going to do that.
0: We'll keep you supplied. Look, that one's for free.
3: Free? Yeah. You got me hooked, and you're going to keep me supplied.
2: Got it? Hey, I got a faster here. <laughs>
3: Now you listen to me. If you don't keep me supplied, I'm gonna break every bone in your miserable body.
0: Okay, okay. Don't sweat.
2: So the next night, Hershel shows up for work and they start feeding him the experimental turkey. And what do you think happens? Well, he falls on the ground and starts twitching and tweaking and squirming around. The two workers see him. the swamp where they dump him. And meanwhile, the boss comes back and starts to uh, yell at the two workers. So why did you take him
1: out and dump him? Don't we have enough trouble in these experiments without taking a chance on a murder charge? All we did was do- give this guy some turkey. But, Mr. Nolan, you didn't see him, sir. We were scared. I don't care. He's still a man. The drug could be worn off by now. That is possible, isn't it? Yeah, it could, Mr. Nolan. Honest, sir, I didn't think it could have any effect at all on a human. You didn't think? You dumb bastards, how could you let something like this happen?
2: And now we cut back to the swamp, and starts rampaging around Florida uh, like an old-fashioned monster movie just walking around and finding people and killing them and he takes a girl and he hangs her upside down Well, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next show. <clears throat> God damn. But God willing, the creek don't rise. I'll see y'all again next time here on the Haunted Chef Show.
5: show.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give one last bang on the Haunted G-Box. And G-Box, you play me something sad because it's always sad to say goodbye to these wonderful people.
3: Copenhagen, it was like Black Friday, when fabulous Dagmar, every stunning, sensuous inch of her, turned over to her lover and said,
6: I've had enough of this rack race. I'm never coming back.
3: No earth creature born was so exquisite as Dagmar. Leggy, porcelain soft skin, all over luscious, a dedicated artisan at her trade's perfection. And two... Her dazzling array of co-workers made Paris second-rate for jet-set swingers. Most astonishing collection of Scandinavian beauties ever. Sensually bold. As torrid as if you were there in the very same bedroom. Dagmar's Hot Pants Incorporated. Where other films have yet to dare. Rated X.
4: Tell me, you're not
2: afraid of sex, are you? with us next Saturday night at 11.15 for another action-packed thriller on Shock.